then we take care of each other. If we take care of each other, we take care of ourselves, and we can rejoice in that. But we, we can't do that by killing the monster out there, as Ajahn Brahm's wonderful little telecast showed us. So, um, if we stop downloading things from the outside and look within and pay more and more attention to caring for that area in us where metta arises, where loving-kindness arises by cultivating sila, which is virtuous conduct, virtuous speech, and virtuous thoughts. This is about right intention, the intention to give up that which destroys us. It's an inner disarmament. We ask the world to put down its weapons, but we carry these weapons within us, and we can learn how to put those weapons down. When I was um, a young woman, before I became a nun, I was traveling in, I was working in Senegal, and I was traveling in the Kassanats. And I was approached by a young man, actually he came behind me and attacked me. And of course, I was terrified, but I had been living next door to a mosque for quite some time, and every morning when I meditated, I would hear the chanting from the mosque, Allah Akbar. And when he attacked me, I started to chant that chant. It was the very thing that I had heard that morning. And he stopped, just like Alhamdulillah. He stopped, he got up, and he said, what's that? Are you a nun? And I said, no, that was very interesting. I wasn't a nun. He said, what are you chanting? I said, I'm chanting for help to the divine. Who else will hear me? So he said, okay, I won't hurt you. And he got up. And I sat there looking at him in disbelief. But he did. He got up and said, I will not hurt you. Then he said, what do you have in your bag? And I said, I have $200. He said, okay, give me money. And I said, no, I won't give you anything except forgiveness. And then he said, I just need a little money to give the priest. He was a Christian, and he wanted to go to the priest and ask for forgiveness. So I gave him 25 cents. <laughs> the gift of the Dhamma, 
the gift of harmlessness, the gift of knowing that forgiveness for ourselves, even if we feel that we are unworthy or that we cannot live up to our expectations, we carry that message to other people in some subtle form. We become the victim. We become the target for other people's mistreatment or unskillfulness. But if we practice gentleness and kindness from the depths of our despair towards ourselves, then other people will also look and feel and sense, yes, this is worthy, here I can help. And they come, and then we help each other. Our disarmament is an internal one. We can't expect from the world what we ourselves are not doing. If we go out and protest in anger, we could end up hurting someone. Do you remember the time when there were um, clinics in the United States being attacked because they were performing abortions, and one of the protesters who was protesting for the right to life killed a doctor who was performing an abortion? What madness? What is the real message here? That all the destructivity, all the unskillfulness, all the anger, all the hatred, all the bombs are, are going off within us first. And if we're mindful of our speech, then not to open these two mouths, someone said, if you're swimming or if you're angry, these two lips. <laughs> they are two mouths. One is an angry mouth and one is a gentle mouth. If we can speak out of gentleness, if we can act... I've noticed that more and more as I practice, because I have faith in this teaching and I've been practicing for decades, and it, it's just when you think that you've climbed so high on the mountain and you fall down and you have to hold on with your bare fingers that you realize there's still a way to go. So we can't sit back, sit back on our good deeds and think, I'm so great, because this is pride. We have to really be so meticulous in our mindfulness, in our awareness of what's going on in here, and then keep climbing, and then reach out to help others climb up that steep slope as much as we can.